Welcome to It Is Always Now with Marty Long. Get ready to open up and let true joy into your life. Join Marty for conversations about inclusivity and respect, the importance of curiosity, and making change happen. Your journey of exploration and discovery into the greater world around us begins now. Here's Marty. Greetings. My name is Marty Long. My goal is to encourage you to awaken your curiosity. Curiosity is what keeps us seeking and finding truth and lasting joy. Since this is my first podcast, I'm going to share with you why I'm doing this. I have three inspirational books published now, and I'm planning a fourth. My publisher suggested that I go on this little podcast adventure, as I call it, and I agreed primarily because this is another way that I can share what inspires me. So here we are at the beginning of a new year. 2023 has arrived, and now there are great expectations about making New Year's resolutions. One of those often grandiose goals that, sadly, is seldom fully realized. My resolution for the new year? Well, I definitely need to exercise more. But that pretty much goes without saying. It's an ongoing struggle. Saying my New Year's resolution is to exercise more will not work. I know. I've tried it many times before. I will just keep that one on my work in progress list. But what about this whole New Year's resolution thing? It has become a tradition as much as Thanksgiving dinner. It's this challenge in your face at the beginning of each calendar year. And It's kind of like you're not a team player unless you participate. I decided to look at this in a different way. And two phrases popped into my mind. Don't follow the breadcrumbs. Look under every rock. Where did that come from? No idea. But let's dig in. I found an article on a site, insideoutmastery.com. I'm not sure where they got their stats about New Year's resolutions, but they sound about right to me based on my personal experience and what I've seen others do. Here's a summary of the key findings. 38.5% of U.S. adults set New Year's resolutions every year. 59% of those are young adults, ages 18 to 34. 48% want to exercise more. 23% quit in the first week, and a mere 9% successfully keeps their New Year's resolution clear to the end of the year. But the most telling observation for me is this. 40% of the 38.5% adults that made a New Year's resolution expect to fail before February. So why do we fail? Here's my supposition. In my meditations, it is always now book, I spend some time talking about neuropathways. You've heard of them, yes? They are a scientific fact. I describe them as little trenches in our brains where messages flow like water. These are trenches or neuropathways that are formed by our actions, like reaching for a snack, bursting out in frustration, or reminding yourself to go for a walk. These provide the foundation for our habits. These things eventually become automatic. We don't even have to think about them. 
And the more often a specific action is repeated, the deeper the little trench becomes. So my theory, the expectation of New Year's resolution failure, is this. We give up on ourselves a little bit at a time every time we fail to keep our New Year's resolution. Let me say that again. This is my theory, read the expectation of a New Year's resolution failure. I'm saying it's because each time we fail, we give up on ourselves a little bit more until we have no positive expectations at all. Like me with my exercise resolutions. I don't even bother to make that resolution anymore. How can we change that? I go on in my book to carry my metaphor further. We make a decision, a resolve, to change a habit we do not like. As we make conscious efforts to make these changes, a new trench is started. Each time we go for that walk, keep our cool, resist that snack, the new trench gets a little deeper, and the old trench fills up a bit. Now, the spoiler alert is that the old trench never completely goes away, which is why people who gave up smoking still crave a cigarette 20 years later. But the new trench can become the dominant habit. It just takes resolve. Hold on to that thought. We will come back to the word resolve in a bit. Do you remember this story about Hansel and Gretel? It is a rather dark, early 19th century story about two children abandoned in the forest. At the behest of a wicked stepmother, of course. And there's an encounter with an evil witch who wants to eat them. The first time, Hansel was able to put some little rocks in his pocket. He dropped them as he and his sister were being escorted deep into the dark forest and left there. So they were able to follow the little rocks back home. I mean, what choice did they have? Naturally, it was tried again, and this time Hansel did not have the opportunity to gather little rocks, so he took a piece of bread and dropped little pieces along the way. Of course, sadly, the birds ate the breadcrumbs. And the story goes on. The story does end happily, just in case you didn't know. So when I think about following breadcrumbs, I think about starting out with what I think I know and without any real research to make sure I do know where I'm going. And when I follow what I think I know, I most often find myself going in circles and even ending up back where I started. What comes to my mind when I say look under every rock? First, I think of something that is in my path, in my face, an idea or opportunity that is presented to me, something that makes me stop and think. It might be an obstacle that appears to be keeping me from going in my direction that I think I should be headed in. These are things that need to be examined carefully. What at first looks like an opportunity might turn out to be an impediment, something that holds us back from our goal and takes us off course. On the other hand, what we first see as an obstacle might actually be a new opportunity. Maybe it's time to change direction. This is what I call wonder wisely, as in W-O-N-D-E-R. Now, picture yourself standing on the edge of a dark forest. 
Your goal is on the other side of that dark forest. You are hesitant, even afraid. You probably should be. You do not know exactly what challenges may await you if you do go through that forest, but you know that if you can get through, you, you will realize your dream, accomplish your goal. So you are highly motivated. Maybe you want to write a book or start a boutique shop or learn something new, like my friend who's learning to play the harp. Perhaps you're already deep in the forest, but this year you're determined to get your dream, your goal to the next level. You want to break out on the other side of that forest where success and satisfaction await you. You know that there will be challenges like wasting time and money on efforts that really do not further your cause, dangers like competitors who are already well-established, barriers and challenges like, this is going to cost how much? Or simply the fear of what others will think. When my two older granddaughters were something like six and three, their mother, my daughter, suggested I take them to see that movie Into the Woods. As I sat there with the girls, I realized that this may not have been the best idea. The three-year-old climbed into my lap for most of it. The six-year-old was very quiet. So on the way home, I asked the older one, what did you think the movie was about? She thought a bit and replied, don't go into the woods. If you don't go into the woods, everything is good. But if you go into the woods, bad things happen. Yes, fear is an enemy. But of what do we fear? Embarrassment comes to my mind. You will find that I love words. One of my go-to tools is my Merriam-Webster dictionary app on my iPhone. Just the right word, used in just the right way, at just the right time, can make all the difference in how we perceive, understand, and approach something. So what Webster says about embarrassment. The state of being embarrassed, such as confusion or disturbance of mind. For me, with regard to our discussion, this is what happens when we are not sure of ourselves, when we are spinning and not quite sure what our next move should be. From the thesaurus, which provides additional related words that can bring up more clarification, discomfort. Well, if you're not sure that what you're thinking about doing will work, if you lack confidence, you'll feel discomfort. The next word I want to bring forward is humiliation. You fear that they will think you are a fool and will laugh at you behind your back. Here's a personal experience example. This is what has happened to me and continues to happen when it comes to writing my books. And I cannot entirely disagree with those who have negative thoughts. But with a million new books a year flooding the market, why should I think mine will get noticed? So I put it into perspective for myself and for others. And we will dig into the whole perspective thing in another podcast. First, I understand that others are not quite sure what to think. Or they may already have decided I'm just crazy. They don't come right out and say it, of course. As a side note, I found that what is most telling is what people do not say rather than what they do say. When you are talking to someone, especially about something new that you are trying, and they say nothing, it's kind of a clue, a clue that they cannot think of anything positive to say. So I try to put them at ease by telling them that writing is my hobby, something I truly enjoy doing. I 
accept that my books are not going to be bestsellers, but I can't sit and do nothing. So I keep writing because I enjoy it. And this is all very true. I visualize my books as little notes and little bottles floating on a great ocean. If one of my books can help one person, all my efforts are worthwhile. And yes, deep down inside of me, I do hope for much more. In the meantime, here you are sitting on your sofa facing this new year. Perhaps you do not feel inspired. Perhaps you have no desire to enter that dark forest just now, but you feel the pressure. You've been led to believe that you need to come up with something to say when someone says, what is your New Year's resolution? The problem is, if we really don't have a New Year's resolution, we scratch the surface and say something to take the pressure off. Sure, you have some vague ideas. I'm sure you can conjure something up that sounds good. Or perhaps it is time to be honest with yourself and others. Maybe you simply do not feel like doing the heavy lifting right now. To that I say, then don't go there. It's okay. Inspiration, opportunity can come at any time of year. This notion that we must feel a great burst of energy and set goals simply for the sake of setting a goal at the beginning of the year is, in my not very humble opinion, an unrealistic expectation. And it's probably why only 38.5% of U.S. adults even bother to make their New Year's resolution. The other 61.5%, like me with exercise, are convinced from their past experience that it is all a waste of time. Which is why I say don't follow the breadcrumbs, those half-baked ideas that you know will never be realized. Don't make the same empty resolution that you make every year just to follow a tradition. Why? Because this will only undermine your own self-confidence. Each time you fail, you lose a little more faith in yourself. This will lead to you giving up on what might be a great idea. Determine instead to look under every rock. Be open to epiphanies. Examine opportunities that come your way. Inspiration can come at any time of the year. And when that inspiration hits you, run with it. Oh, but we still aren't sure what to do about those who keep asking, what is your New Year's resolution? Allow me to make a few suggestions from my For What It's Worth department. Maybe you thought about writing a book. You might say, I'm going to do some research on writing books. See if that's something I should try. Maybe your goal is to find God or have a better relationship or connection with God. You might say, I want to find some books about religion and really think about how that might fit into my life. I might even visit a local place of worship. Maybe you've thought about opening a boutique. You might say, I'm going to do some research on what it takes to open a boutique. I want to talk to someone who has a boutique and is successful. If you're like my friend who wanted to learn to play the harp, you would say, I'm going to purchase a harp and take some lessons. Or just maybe you might decide to take all of the pressure off of yourself. You might say, you know, I'm going to sit on my sofa and read this book I got for Christmas. And who knows? You might find some inspiration there. 
Again, my point is this, inspiration can come at any time of the year, often when you're not looking for it or don't expect it, and when it does, run with it. When you're inspired and motivated to do the heavy lifting, do the research, form a plan, reach the dream, go bravely into the dark words. Be prepared for challenges, but be determined to not let anything get in your way, not even a big, bad wolf. Okay, let us take at the take a closer look at the words resolution and resolve. Let's see what Webster says. Here is one of Webster's definitions about a resolution. Something, a.k.a. a thing, that is resolved. So, let's see what he says about resolve. To find an answer to, a.k.a. to do something. Technically, resolution is a noun, the thing we think we want to do. Resolve is a verb, the action we have to take in order to make that happen. Based on this, here is my personal understanding of a New Year's resolution. It is a declaration that I make to do something that I plan to take action on, but without resolve, resolve, nothing will happen. Without a plan, nothing will happen. Without action, nothing will happen. And that something inside of me has to really want that something. So maybe you fear you feel the fear of failure. And to be honest, if you're starting out with doing your homework or due diligence, you should be afraid. Don't try something new unless your eyes wide open, especially if your money's involved. The flip side of research is when you find out that this particular resolution is not for you. And that is okay. There's not a failure. It's just being smart. This is when you truly need to know thyself. Another personal experience. In my career, I worked with computer systems and hospitals. I was quite good at implementation consulting, if I do say so myself. I understood the process. I knew how to look for snags and problems. I was pretty good at explaining things to the new users. And I was good at troubleshooting and even enjoyed doing it. Because of my success in this arena, several of my managers suggested I go to the project management management. Project management team. It would be a step up, a promotion. Now, what I knew is that implementation consulting and project management are totally different animals and require totally different skills. The primary mission of implementation consulting is, of course, to get the product implemented and working and everybody knowing how to use it. Primary mission of a project manager is to keep both the company management and the hospital management happy. I simply do not have the patience for this. Going into the woods with that goal, and I would for certain be eaten by the wolves. So I thank these managers for having confidence in me and politely said I just was not quite ready for this, knowing I would never be ready. Okay. It seems fair to circle back now to my New Year's resolution for 2023. I've agreed to these podcasts, so I'm going to power through them. Then six months from now, I'll see where everything is at with regard to my books and determine my next move. And I will keep pushing myself to do more exercise. 
but no promises to myself or others. In closing, wonder wisely. Don't say no just because you are afraid to even try something. But don't say yes just because you are flattered and want to prove something. Look, we all struggle and we fail. Sometimes daily and sometimes miserably. That is okay. It's being human. It's part of the process of growing and learning. We're going to leave it there for now. Thank you so much for listening. I look forward to having you join me next time. And do feel free to tell your friends about this. Until then, as you go about your daily life, remember this. Rather than wallow in self-pity and give up when you fail, just know that it is always time to get up and keep going. Now is always the time. It is always now. Now.